0: A home, opening a successful business. People, are you ready? Meet your personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee. Get ready for Leave on the Loose,
1: who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the
0: real estate world. You're a player. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. My landlord friends out there, my landlord's friends out there, I keep reading about how let's save the tenant. Let's save the tenant. Let's not let the tenant pay. Let's not make the tenant pay. Guess what happens when the tenant doesn't pay? I can't pay my mortgage. I can't pay my taxes. And landlord friends out there. Didn't you count on that profit, too? Didn't you count on that profit? I had this idiot, this idiot, I hope you're listening, you dummy, this idiot tenant of ours, he, he says, I, 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 "I can't work because of the coronavirus. He owns a freaking liquor store. Like a liquor store is booming right now. Think about this. You're with your spouse. You're with your kids. You're locked in your little apartment. What do you need, Lauren? Vodka.
1: And wine. And the government deemed it essential. So if you are an essential business and you're saying that you don't want to pay your rent, then I, I just I have no tolerance for that.
0: But I got to tell you, even if you're non-essential, even if you're a non-essential business and the government closed you down, if you don't pay your rent forgetting the rights and obligations. And we'll talk about it in one second. If you don't pay your rent, it's possible that the landlord gets foreclosed upon. And it's possible when the landlord gets foreclosed upon, you're out anyway. We got to work together here, people. So we're getting lots of tenants, lots of landlords calling my law firm. And they're asking me, what should I do about rent? And so we have a variety of options, but I want to start off with this one. You have to read your lease. In the lease, 99.9% 99.9% of the time, 99.9% of the time, the tenant's going to have to pay. Why? The tenant's going to have to pay for a main reason. There's a thing called a force majeure clause. You don't even need to know that. It means non-performance. If there's a non-performance clause, unless it expressly says when a tenant doesn't have to pay, the tenant's got to pay. So unless that clause is there and says, here's when a tenant doesn't have to pay, they have to pay. And here's a big- debate. how
1: do I even find that in my lease?
0: You go read it, or you hire a lawyer to go read it. But I'm telling you, most of the time, the tenant's going to have to pay. A vast majority. I'm on the listserv with all the attorneys in the New York State Bar Association. Everyone's reporting back. Most of the time, the tenant's going to have to pay. The way a tenant might be able to get out is called frustration of purpose. And that means that if they were shut down, For example, I've written a blog about this. If you're a restaurant and you could no longer use the sit-down space for a restaurant because of being closed for that, perhaps you can argue frustration of purpose. But I got to tell you, landlords, and I got to tell you tenants, do you want to be in a protracted lawsuit between each other for the next three to five years fighting over whether the tenant could be out or the tenant could not be out? By the time you're done paying your attorneys, you might have been better off just paying your rent. So really what's going to happen, and this is what most landlords are telling me. This is what I'm telling you. You got to hold them to their lease. Hold these tenants to their lease. Tell them they owe you the money. If they don't pay, you got to say, give me a proposal on how we're going to work this out together. And I want you to know this proposal could be in a bunch of different ways. You say to me, we have a nail salon. A nail salon as a tenant. They say, I got to be closed. I can't pay. I need help. Well, my landlord, as a landlord, I'm saying, what are you going to do for me? They go, well, I don't want to do nothing for you. Well, then I want you out, and I'm going to sue you for the 20 years judgment that I get. You guys know that you could sue for six years on a breach of contract from when they breach. You have six years. And then after you, that six years, you get 20 years to enforce the judgment. So most of my tenants, if not all of my tenants, sign what's called a personal guarantee. So even if you own the property in EBC Corporation, you, Mr. Smith... You, Mrs. Smith, are personally obligated to pay the money. And I'll sue you and I'll go after it, but I don't want to sue you. I want to talk to you. I want to work it out, Mr. Liquor Store Guy. I'm happy to talk about working it out. What are you going to do for me? Are you going to say to me, hey, Andrew, you save me three months. You give me a forbearance, meaning you won't enforce the terms of your lease. You won't sue me. You won't evict me. You won't do anything. And by the way, I know the courts say that. And the state says you can't evict anyone right now. That's going to end at some point, and you'll still be in default, and then I'll evict you then. But he says to me, give me three months without paying and agree you won't evict me for that. I say back to him, will someone else besides you guarantee the lease then? Like, not just you be on the hook. Do you have a rich cousin named Wally? And is Wally going to sign the lease? Is he going to say, listen, if he defaults after this three months for the next nine years left on the lease, I too will be on the hook for this thing. That's a starting place. What else can we do? You said you wanted that forbearance. Didn't we just talk about the forbearance, Lauren? Can you
1: explain again what a forbearance is?
0: It means that I, the landlord, am agreeing that even if you pay me no rent or reduced rent for a period of time, one month, two months, three months, I'm usually seeing these up to four months, between 30 and 120 days. If I agree not to, to take that lower number and you do it and you abide by the lower number or the no number, I agree I won't enforce the lease and call you have breached. But here's the question. Here's probably why Lauren's asking the question. What happened to that one month, two months, three months, four months of reduced rent or no rent? Am I just forgiving it and making a zero? Heck no. What I'm doing instead is saying, you owe me that money, you just owe it to me later on. But when do you owe it? Do you owe it at a balloon, like all the money at once, as soon as we are done with this period? Do you owe it at a balloon at the end of the term? Are we going to recast it over the term of the lease? Meaning, spread it out throughout the whole lease term and you'll pay a little extra each time. How about this one as an idea? You don't owe me the money back at all, Lauren, on the forbearance. It's an idea for me. I'm gonna give you a forbearance. I'll take it. You don't owe me the money back at all. But you know how every year we had a 3% rent escalation? Now I want a 4% rent escalation.
1: And that, what does that mean, Andrew?
0: It means that every year your rent used to go up 3%. But because I gave you three months or two months for free, now every year for the next nine years of your lease, Your rent's going to go up 4%. So eventually, I'm going to come out ahead. What about extending the lease term? That's something we could do too. You have a lease that has nine years left. Give me 12 years left. I'll give you four months off.
1: I'm now getting excited as a landlord because I see that there's so many opportunities here. So I know all you landlords are getting really frustrated and really scared that your tenants aren't going to pay, but there's so many solutions to this. And then long term, you can end up making more money. 100%.
0: 100%. So the goal of a landlord is how do we help our tenants stay viable? I'm always happy to help my tenants stay viable, but it's not coming out of my pocketbook. At the end of the day, maybe I'll be a lender, but I'm not going to be a grantor. This isn't like I'm giving out, oh, I'm support. I, like I'm a landlord. I'm in business. So I'll lend you money, but I want terms and here's how we can get the terms. I just went over some of them you can give me more people that will guarantee the lease and people with more money. So if you have a friend named Wally, a cousin named Wally and Wally is worth $30 billion and Wally's willing to sign and say, he'll guarantee the rest of the lease if I give you some time, let's talk about giving you that forbearance. And when it comes to the forbearance, do you owe the money back? Do you owe it in a balloon right after the term? Do you owe it at the end? Are we recasting it over the term? Are we gonna have a rent escalation where you owe me more money year over year? Or are we gonna extend the term? And the tenant says to me, I don't like those options. They're all too risky for me. That's what he says. They're all too risky. I need help. So here's what I say. This is my best solution for the tenant. Then make me your partner. What does that mean? What does that mean to make me your partner? You see, if I'm paying part of the rent for you, you owe this contract. Let's say hypothetically you owe $10,000 a month, and you're asking for me to forgive $10,000 a month. Aren't I paying the rent for you? If someone else gave you $30,000 for three months, wouldn't that make them your partner? Make yes. me your partner. I'm happy to forgive cancellation of debt for you. I'm happy to forgive money in the future, let you occupy space for freight. But I want to be your partner. And I got to tell you something about our partnership, Mr. Tennant. I don't like that you buy a Mercedes on the business account. And I don't like that you take all the liquor from the liquor store for your friends and family. So here's what we're going to do. On the partnership, I want a percentage of what's called gross profits, not net profits. Gross profits mean... The total revenue coming into the business without deducting expenses. You're the operating partner. I don't trust you. We're not buddies.
1: Like Speaking I don't. Speaking of not trusting them, how do you even enforce any of this? How do you even know what they make?
0: Oh, it's a great question. I want to know how I'm going to know because after all, I don't know if you've noticed. Some of these people have like a, a tape coming out of their coming out of their cash register. That's their information. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to write up an LLC agreement. We're going to do what's called a debt for equity exchange, and I'm going to come in and I'm going to give you. You're going to give me. X equity, that's ownership. I'm going to forgive some debt and we're going to make a multi-member limited liability company. And in our operating agreement, Mr. Tenant, here's what it's going to say. We're going to agree on a CPA. This CPA is going to audit your books and records and tax returns. And they're going to give me access to this quarterly of the books, records, and tax returns, whatever's available. And I am going to have a definitive time of timing of payment and how we're going to be sharing money. And by the way, Mr. Tenant. By the way, this is not profit sharing. I want full equitable rights. I don't know if you know this. If it's just a profit sharing arrangement, I don't have the right equitably to go after you and say, I want an accounting of your books. I want full rights and ownership, and I got something else for you. In this LLC agreement, we're going to have agreements about additional capital contributions, meaning that if you ask me for more money for whatever amount of term, then I'm going to get more equity percentage.
1: So more money as far as more months rent?
0: More months rent or anything else. And we're going to differentiate both of those. And every time I'm going to just keep owning more and more of your business. And by the way, I'm happy to be your partner. And maybe this is the best time for me to help you survive and for me to thrive. So landlords out there, when your tenants come to you and they say they can't pay rent, you have two choices. You can either say, I'm losing my profits. I have to pay taxes. I'm going to get foreclosed on, or you can say this is an opportunity to get additional guarantors, to get rent escalations, to get the money you forgave on the forbearance repaid, to get longer lease terms, and to become a partner, an equity partner in a business arrangement with your profitable tenant, and then you'll have a guaranteed rent for here on out because you're in business with them. You can do it. This segment has been brought to you by the Bryn Elliott team at Douglas Elliman Real Estate. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business?
1: This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee.